Mark Yardley, kia ora, good morning. Uh, there we go. Mark Yardley, kia ora, good morning. <laughs> kia ora, Jack. I'm sorry. I was talking to your producer. How rude of us. No, 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 no. It's my fault. I'll take full responsibility <laughs> for that one. <laughs> hey, um, you are roaming Waikato for us this morning. Um, you made your way into the North Island after a wee bit in the South, which is nice. Indeed. So yeah. what is happening at Waitomo at the moment? Well, I thought we should talk about Waitomo because obviously it's a byword for all things caves. Mm. But I've really changed it up this month in Waitomo. And I didn't actually appreciate previously what a formidable hub of creatives they have in the Waitomo district. So they've decided to celebrate that right throughout March um, with a whole stack of events and exhibitions, and a lot of them are really like interactive demonstrations. For example, you can go and do a photography workshop in the Ruakuri Cave, mm. which would be absolutely sensational. Um, tonight, uh, Jeff Sewell of Amici fame is performing live in the Cathedral Cave, which would be so cool. Wow. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's all sorts of painting and carving and tattoo art um, demonstrations and uh, workshops uh, this weekend and next weekend all over Waitomo. So just go to the waitomo.com website and you can check out what um, is on offer. I, this is really good. I, I didn't know that Waitomo was known for its, um, you know, for its artsy kind of scene either. Yeah, really interesting, eh? So yeah, just another sort of uh, dimension to um, the whole scene there. Yeah, nice. Okay, Waikato was... I don't know, kind of overrun with with little, um, you know, distinctive character towns and mm. villages and, you know, places with their own personality, don't you think? I think it is so special. And that's what I love about going for a roam through the region, that it always strikes me just what a, an amazing tribe of standout towns there are. And, I mean, you only have to think of, like, a name, like, say, yeah. Tito, and it's those giant corrugated iron <laughs> yeah. farmyard animals Dogs, that spring yeah, to yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, Otorahanga, and you think Kiwiana, uh, mm. Tokoroa, the timber town. And I checked out a few little cutesy villages, uh, Piopior, which is where you will find the magnificent Fat Pigeon Cafe, mm. which is a must-do. And also, they actually own... The Fat Kiwi Cafe, which is in Otorahanga. They are two cafes you must check out. And, of course, then there are, like, the rock star meccas like Matamata, which bathes in the glow of Middle Earth. Yeah, yeah. Ha- let's talk about Middle Earth and Hobbiton a little bit at the moment. Yeah. Um, ha- how is it faring in the COVID world? Because, obviously, Hobbiton attracted a lot of international tourists. Oh, Totally mobbed, weren't they? Yeah, pre-COVID, they were getting half a million visitors through the door at Hobbiton. So that has cratered, obviously, in the past 12 months. They have stayed open. Uh, Not as many tours through the day, but there are still several a day. They have absolutely reworked their ticket prices. So from a domestic traveller point of view, it's been quite good. They've got some good discounted deals, particularly for families, and they've also introduced a discount for gold card holders to get that silver dollar through the door. Nice. Um, but it's interesting that, yeah, I mean, they're a good example in terms of this whole um, uh, interest in, you know, the opening of the Tasman Safe Travel Zone. They're a good example of what a circuit breaker it's going to be because of those half a million visitors a year ago, one-fifth were Kiwis, and the biggest international market, Australia. Mm. So, mm. yeah, I mean, it's going to be a game changer, uh, the opening up of that bubble. By the way, I only found this out recently, Jack. Did you know what happened to the original Hobbit houses built at Hobbiton for the Rings trilogy? No. No, what happened? 
They were dumped under guard in the middle of the night at Wellington's Happy Valley Landfill. <laughs> Why? Well, they, they were just built to be temporary. Uh, yeah, but... But why, but why would they do that? Why and and if if they they needed guards because they had value, then why were they throwing them out? Well, they didn't want anyone to get a hold of them. Oh my god, That's <laughs> isn't so it funny. amazing? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I bet I bet someone's got a little piece of them somewhere. I bet that well, even though survive. they were dropped in the dump, that uh, they didn't stay at the dump necessarily. Hey, exactly. did you check out the Hodaki Rail Trail? Yes. Now, you probably know it's actually a massive trail. Um, I only did the final section, which connects uh, Te Araha with Matamata. But like most of the trail, if you're new to long-distance bike riding, it is such a great introduction because it's such a gentle, flat ride. And that last section between Matamata and Te Araha uh, whizzes you across the patchwork quilt of those very fertile plains. You'll pass prized horse studs, even goat arms. Definitely call into the Firth Tower. I hadn't known much about this tower, but it is so cool. You get the most amazing views across mm. the countryside. And this is one of New Zealand's oldest concrete buildings of Firth fame. It was the Sons who uh, created the Firth Concrete Company, which is still going strong. Uh, and, of course, in Teodaha, you've got those silky smooth mineral spa waters to indulge in post-ride. Mm. And, hey, po- uh, speaking of towns and villages with their own personalities, Cambridge yes. ranks pretty highly up oh. there. How would you find it? Any any highlights in Cambridge? Oh, my goodness, yes. They are very much branded the town of champions, and that's fair enough too, Jack. I mean, they've got so many gold medal winning Olympians residing yeah. in town. Yeah. And uh, obviously all of the uh, champion horse um, uh, horses uh, from, the, the, from the thoroughbred race industry. I do love how they've sort of um, embossed both of those strands on their footpath. So yeah. you've got the spring walk of fame, and then you've got all those mosaics of the rock star horses. Um, I checked out the Avanti Drome for the first time a couple of weeks ago, which is so amazing, that velodrome. I, I think the thing which really blew me away is just how steep that track is. Yeah. And I actually asked the locals there, the maximum slope is 43 and a half degrees. So on the weekend, you're welcome to give it a go. They have, like, have a go uh, weekends. Um, I was just happy to watch the track cyclists train with Tokyo in mind. Um, And the other thing I would have to recommend about Cambridge, the dining scene, you'll definitely want to go to El Pino, which is this fantastic Italian restaurant, which I think is housed in the old post office. Right, yeah. the Dolce, the dessert, Jack, alone is why you want to go. <laughs> and my recommendation would be the white Toblerone chocolate mousse slathered in strawberries oh and shortbread. Oh, my God. It is so good. <laughs> and I reckon that's an easy one to do at home. One of the things that I love about this program is the diversity of subjects we cover. So it was only just before 11 o'clock that we were getting advice on avoiding bad cholesterol <laughs> from Dr. Brian <laughs> Betty. And now this we have true. you extrapolating about, yeah, yeah. Um, incredible sounding desserts. I certainly, um, I know the advice that I'll be taking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. I'm glad you had a good Cheers, time. Man. Yeah, we'll put all Mike's travel tips for Waikato up on the News Talk ZB website. It's just coming up to 11.30 on your Saturday morning. You're with Jack Tame and this is News Talk.